There is a 0% chance that we could have done today's episode without a proper dance party ahead of time because today we're talking about the energy of celebration. That's right. You know that's the song that we were dancing to because today the energy of celebration is in the house and we are excited to talk about how much fun this is, but also how scientifically deep it is for you and how important it is for your learning process. Stay tuned. We're sisters Kay and Shy, and we're the hosts of the Infinite Energy Podcast. We believe that everyone has the power to live a more energized, optimistic, and fulfilling life. In every episode, we share tips and techniques for harnessing your own power and creating the life you deserve. Get ready to ignite and discover the limitless power of Infinite, Infinite Energy. We are here on the Infinite Energy Podcast today to talk about the energy of celebration. Right. It feels like the right season for celebration. It's summertime. We're around the solstice. Typically, it is high school graduation season, the beginning of summer vacation for K through 12 here in the U.S. And it's just that feeling that I like to we like to call it the summer holidays as we approach the 4th of July. It really does feel like the summer holidays as we all take a little bit of time to take a deep breath after having some hard work in the spring. Now, from a school schedule perspective, we all get into our tests and our finals right there at the end of the school year. And so there is a push of difficulty right there. And then this relaxation before summer. Now, chances are, if you are in the corporate world, your work schedule also follows something rather similar where you're pushing for these spring projects, these Q2 projects. And then they get kind of to this point here at the end of June where you get to ease off the gas a little bit and take a deep breath. Many who follow a financial reporting year, also the new financial year starts July 1 as well. So wherever you are, you're likely to have some form of celebration. Now let's not get too much further, but let's get the definition of the day. Celebration, the action of marking one's pleasure at an important event or occasion by engaging in enjoyable, typically social activity. So marking one's pleasure at an event or occasion by engaging in a enjoyable activity. That is the energy of celebration. Okay. So we are, the, I want to take this first word, marking, right? Because this it signifies that celebration has to be intentional, right? There is a verb literally beginning this definition, which means that at its essential core, celebration is about taking action. Wow, we can get behind that. And uh, who doesn't like taking the action of celebration, right? Commemorating those moments, those achievements. It turns out that not only is this a lot of fun, but from a neuroscience perspective, it is absolutely necessary for you to mark a an occasion so that you can do more successful things in the future. If you don't mark the occasion, can you still do successful things in the future? Of course, but your brain won't be as hardwired to get to the end as it would be had you taken the chance, the action to mark the occasion with a little celebration. Now, the marking of the occasion, as Shiloh alluded to there, has a very real neurological benefit. When you mark with celebration, you give yourself a little dump of dopamine. You give your body a little, ooh, some, what is, oh, Joseph calls it awesome sauce, right? Mm -hmm. You give yourself a little dump of awesome sauce, some good feel good chemicals that allow your brain and your reward center systems to say, what did they just do? I want to go do more of that, right? That's literally what your brain's 
response is to celebrations. When you when you graduate and there's the big party and then you finish, your brain goes, oh, do more of that, like accomplish things, get degrees, right? So not only is attending a graduation ceremony good for you and it feels good, it also helps you ensure that future projects will get done more completely because you've marked the occasion, you've wired your brain to do to be more successful in the future. So it's fun and we want to we want to enjoy that energy, but we really want to sell you on the fact that it's also extremely good for you if you want to form new patterns or new habits or get into new things or learn new things then understanding that the energy of celebration isn't just for fun, but that it's scientific can help you get to that next level without it feeling like a chore. Now, raise your hand if you kind of think that kindergarten graduations are a sham. I mean, maybe you're not. Shyla's got a little bit of a yeah, Ooh. like I, first grade, second grade, but I felt like kindergarten was a good one. Like, so, okay, so kindergarten, should we feel is a good one? I think it's a sham. Christian, our podcast producer here, he raised his hand, said he thinks it's partial. a sham. Kind of like partial. you know, kind of put you, you're partial there, right? But some of some of us, and, well, and well, now there are first grade graduations happening now, and that is ridiculous. And that is ridiculous. And let's all remember, Kay's daughter has not graduated from kindergarten yet. So first entering kindergarten, let's see how you feel about this subject in a year. So you watch your daughter go through kindergarten and graduate. Well, and let's see how she feels about that sister comment when she hears where I was going with this teaching, which is the fact that I think that you know where most of us may have this perception that a kindergarten graduation may be a celebration that seems arbitrary, that in fact, being able to give kids this academic sense of celebration at a very pivotal and critical age around that five or six year old mark helps to imprint in them that dopamine dump for finishing their very first year of school, which means that they say, oh, I want to do that again. So when this, when the elementary school graduation comes up and they feel so proud, it feeds that same fuel that got imprinted in them at that five to six years of age, which then feeds the fuel that gets imprinted in them at, at, at 10 and then again at 14 and then again at 18 and then again at 22 and then maybe even again at 26 and maybe even again at 30 if they go all the way through into their education. But the imprinting of this celebration is so important. I think that they maybe even caught on to the fact that they could do it intentionally with kindergartners to make them want the academic achievement. All right. Well, now that I do understand where you're going with that, <laughs> I am glad to hear it and I look forward to being a violent kindergarten graduate. Me too. She's going to look so cute in her little cap and gown. And, oh, and I'm going to celebrate her because uh, you, you girl would love to see her go to college. <laughs> <laughs> of course, right? We're marking the occasion usually with a fun activity. For lots of us, we imagine that to be a party, but a celebration doesn't have to be as big of a party as a party. It can be even something small. All our body needs is the cue that we are celebrating and we get that dump. And dopamine isn't the only one, right? Dopamine is our motivation neurotransmitter, but we get all kinds of amazing things that awesome some sauce, that chemical soup that gives our us the good feeling in the moment and helps us cement future behaviors that look just like the one that we celebrated. So what are the what do micro celebrations look like, right? We you've seen us demonstrating this this pat on the back one. It's not it's less about this is a celebration and more about the feeling that you get when you do it because it's kind of silly and it makes <laughs> you smile and laugh. But guess what? That triggers your celebration dump of awesome sauce in your brain and it gets it done. It might be a little dance party. You heard us talking earlier that we absolutely did a dance party before this, right? A little 70s 
celebration that we had recorded a podcast and we're getting to record a podcast and we're in this studio and we're getting to do it, right? This energy of celebration can be something that you utilize far more often than a graduation party or a wedding. If maybe you're wondering, how do I activate celebration in a personal way for me? You heard Shyla give a few suggestions there, right? It can be as simple as giving yourself a pat on the back that makes you laugh, maybe giving a dance party if dancing is your thing and that expression feels good. But maybe if one one way that you can help figure out what's a celebration style that you could do quickly that, that would be helpful for you. Now, this is something that we want you to just take a quick imaginative trip with us. We're going to go down imagination lane. We're going to walk around the block, okay? It is February of your favorite year. I don't even know what year it is. You make it up. It is February and it's the Super Bowl. And your favorite team, your favorite team is playing. They're playing, they're in there. And you are so excited to see them play. And it is the fourth quarter and the game is tied and there's 35 seconds left to go. And your team has the ball and there they go. They score a winning touchdown. They get the Super Bowl. How do you feel in this moment? What do you do? What does your body do in that moment? that's going to be some authentic celebration for you, right? That's what, that's what it looks like for you. And maybe you're like, well, I don't watch football. Like, great. What is something that would get you to that place where you're excited, right? You, you just booked the Taylor feeling, Swift tickets, right? Yeah. Celebrate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. You've been waiting in the queue on Ticketmaster. You've been in the lottery for days. You, you and your friend are on separate IP addresses together and you get the tickets. Love you, Megan. Woo! You got right? the yeah. tickets. Like that's that moment of celebration. I'm actually feeling feeling. celebratory on everyone's behalf. <laughs> we don't even have Taylor Swift tickets. What's amazing about both of the things that we just did there is the fact that anticipation can before the celebration, right? There was this buildup. There was this necessary amount of action that was being taken, this moment where something was going to get decided, where the game was going to get won, where the tickets were going to get acquired, where something was going to happen. The, the degree is awarded, right? So those are those big things where we feel the anticipation. How do we then mimic that in those micro things so that we can get ourselves to take the actions on the daily that we want to do that help us build ourselves into the person that we want to become on the other end? We can use the power of celebration to do that, right? So once you've if you if getting into the gym is on your list and you've worked out, even if you just put on your shoes, that's a moment of celebration, right? Like, yes, I did a good job. Hey, I'm following through with that way to go. Most of us are so trained to talk to ourselves in such a negative way that even fathoming having a celebratory kind of dialogue with ourselves feels really foreign and hard to imagine. It really does. And we're going to talk a little bit more about how to reinforce this celebratory dialogue in your own brain in order to help shift maybe the voice inside your head from one that hurts you to one that helps you in the next segment of today's episode. So stay tuned for more on the energy of celebration. Truth Talk, we're back after 31 days off social media, and this time it's been hard. It was way harder. We missed all of you. We missed scrolling. We missed all the highlights, but we're so happy to be back. All along, we have been planning exciting events coming up here. We can't wait to share with you now that we are back. So be here to follow along for all things K and Chai. And we saw so many of you tuning into the Infinite Energy podcast while we were away, and we are so glad that you did. To all of you who do listen to the Infinite Energy podcast, thank you for being a loyal listener. For those of you who haven't tuned in yet, we hope you'll find us on your favorite podcast platform. And we're so glad to be back with all of you here on social media. See you soon and stay tuned.
We're talking leadership this week. And one of the organizations we are so proud to be at the helm of is the Neuroencoding Institute. We got to co-found the Neuroencoding Institute alongside Dr. Joseph McClendon, the third amazing world-renowned neuropsychologist and incredible mentor and teacher. If you're at all interested in learning more about what the Neuroencoding Institute does and what it can do for you, please visit neuroencoding.com. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Angel Phoenix Productions. All right, the energy of celebration here on the Infinite Energy Podcast. This is an energy that is so much fun to channel and deserves a bigger spot in your life than you're probably giving it right now. It really does, more so than in just large parties or celebrating and marking extremely important occasions. We're talking about celebration on the daily and not celebration necessarily in the form of indulgence, but celebration in the form of the internal dopamine dump that comes from a job well done. Right, and in, in, in the way that you acknowledge to yourself that you follow through on what you said you were going to do. And that brings you pleasure, right? Because if we come back to that definition, it's marking our pleasure at an event and engaging in enjoyable action. For some of us, like that might be a little bite of chocolate. It might be um, a Waterloo (laughs) right? Or a LaCroix, right? It might be something smaller. It can also just be that moment where you say, hey, good job, right? You're doing okay to yourself in the mirror, in your head. However, that moment of marking your pleasure at doing what it is that you said you were going to do, that's what celebration is. So there's probably lots of things that you're proud of, right? If you are well hydrated, if you have a good exercise routine, if you've got relationships that you're proud of, if your career is flourishing, if you've got a beautiful garden, if you are spiritually centered and you feel harmonious and peaceful, all of those things are worth celebrating and likely are the result of accumulated long-term actions that got you to the place where you can be proud of that today. Now, there are lots of ways that you can express celebration to yourself from large things to small things. You've heard us talk about parties. You heard Shyla talk about some intake methods there, maybe with drinking something fizzy or eating a small piece of chocolate. You can also say positive things to yourself. You can go into the mirror and say, I'm so proud of you. Look, yourself in the eyes. Tell yourself that you love yourself. It sounds like it might be weird, but we promise that this works, right? Words of affirmation can be a way of celebrating yourself in a really beautiful way. Even if it's just, you know, you go to the grocery store, you go home and you cook a meal. And at the end of that, you say, look, you didn't eat, you didn't go to the fast food today. You cooked a meal and I'm so proud of you. Maybe just say thank you to yourself. Give yourself that word of affirmation. Say thank you, right? Thank you so much, self, right? I'll do this. Um, This is actually a way that I have helped to enforce a bed making habit in myself. After I make my bed in the morning, I give gratitude to both myself and to the bed, right? Thank you, bed, for being my bed and for supplying me a place to be for a third of my life. And thank you, self, for creating a beautiful environment every single day for you to live in. Now, these small gratitudes end up being celebration. Remember, it's not about having some big giant thing that releases the dopamine. It's just about releasing the dopamine in whatever way that you can get it. 
right? Acknowledging the actions is uh, often in and of itself a celebratory moment. Most of us acknowledge the acknowledge our own actions with criticism. We immediately get to the place of I could have done it better. I should have done it better. I should have done it sooner. I could have done it sooner. I could have done it with, with more grace, with more integrity, with more resources, right? With whatever it is that 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 mental construction inside of your head is, is telling you, you can negate all of that by simply just acknowledging the action from a positive frame of reference. Hey, you made the bed. Way to go. Thanks for doing that. You know what? Tonight you is really going to be grateful for that nice, cool bed that was made, right? So be acknowledging the action from a positive frame of reference is enough to get your brain to give you the celebratory neurotransmitter dump that allows you to then cement in those pathways to take that action further. It's not the huge thing. Now you should engage in huge celebrations. And we like to use celebrations even in ways of like, okay, we're going to put a big celebratory thing on the calendar and then we're going to work really hard towards it. And that's going to be our celebration, right? So you can get strategic with big celebrations. Uh, and, and I know when I was going through my master's program, I really anchored on the future idea of my Facebook post on graduation day. Now that sounds ridiculous, but for five years, I would imagine that post. And I loved when I finally got to post that post, I loved it. I look back on it now. So I anchored it into the future and in the past. Now I anchor to it, but it was a celebration moment for me, right? It was that hard work, that action and allowing myself to have something that was celebratory, even a small picture and anchor to it got me through it better. What I love about this, Shai, is that you're using the power of celebration to pull you through difficult moments, mm -hmm. right? That's exactly what celebration can do. Not only can it reinforce the habits that you're looking to build, it can also help you to overcome challenges in the moment when you're looking toward a celebration in the future. And so remembering that celebration has a regular place in your life can really benefit you if you're looking to live more easily and more joyfully. Now, I want to bring forward here uh, a, a framework by a gentleman by the name of Gary Chapman, and he talks about the five love languages. Now, if you may have heard of the five love languages before, if you haven't, would highly recommend you go take the free quiz, find out what your love languages are, find out what you need. It's great for when you're in a relationship, but as a single woman who's recently gone through a major transition uh, in a relationship, I've learned that the five love languages are not only applicable when you're in a relationship with other people, but the five love languages are really applicable when you're in a relationship with yourself. I've made it my personal challenge this summer to buy myself flowers, write my name in the sand, talk to myself for hours, hold my own hand. Yes, I'm quoting Miley Cyrus <laughs> right now and you all love it. But the point of this being that I have found in, in my challenge of loving myself throughout, especially this summer, is that I want to lean and have been leaning into my love languages as they apply to me. Now, for me, love languages, for me personally, are quality time and acts of service. So I've been finding ways to serve myself. I've been finding ways to spend time with myself through journaling, through solo trips, through, through spending quality time doing chores uh, in my own space, right? Serving me. And this form of celebration, celebrating me in a way that is authentic to how I choose and would love to receive love from 
others and myself has been extremely empowering. If it's too hard to start with celebrating yourself, one of our favorite neuro hacks here is to start by celebrating others because when we start to celebrate others, accomplishments that look like the things that we want to accomplish, it actually resonates that back to us and allows us to see more and more of that in our own lives, right? It's okay. You'll often hear Kay and I, if you're out and about with us and we see somebody running, we'll vocally say, way to go, girl. Way to get it, guy. Come on, let's go, right? Like we're celebrating the fact that they're out there being active and physically engaging their body. We celebrate them on just that human level for what they're doing. And we also know, right, it's it's sincere and that we're celebrating for them. And it's strategic because that amplifies the cell of that pathway for us. Oh, being active equals a celebration, right? It makes it easier for you to take that action without you even actually having to take the action. So celebrating others who are doing what you want to do rather than criticizing them or, or being worried that because they're successful, you can't be in whatever realm that is. We celebrate them and that allows it to amplify in our life. So a hack you should definitely take forward and watch it amplify in your life. Right. Well, we want to be the change we want to see in the world, right? So if you are seeing change that is exciting to you, you be that in yourself as well. Allow yourself the opportunity to celebrate it in others. Now, we've I'll be the first to admit that I have absolutely been the person who has seen the person running on the side of the road and been like, of course, they're out here all fit and hot at 3 p.m. on an August afternoon sweating that like, like I've been pretty freaking judgmental about people working out, which is in hindsight really interesting because up until about 2018, I really struggled with having a consistent workout habit. But you can see how if every time that I personally saw somebody out there working out or getting their workout on or, or, or challenging themselves, that if I allowed myself judgment toward them, what does that mean I'm doing when I take that action? Probably means I'm judging me too. And so this can be, uh, like Shyla said, a hack for kind of shortcutting the habit of celebration and allowing yourself the opportunity to go through celebrating somebody else and then watching how it changes your narrative about yourself. Well, we've probably all heard this concept of shifting from criticism to curiosity and how helpful that can be for us in our own positive mental framework and mindset as, as we move forward and move into the challenges and difficulties in our life. But sometimes I find it rather difficult to move from, from um, critical to curious. And so instead being able to shift into celebration mode about someone's actions, I actually find that a lot easier if I'm, if I'm wanting to default to criticism, to judgment, then if, instead of getting curious, oh, I wonder why they're doing that, or I wonder what the circumstances are. Sometimes that's difficult for me. Instead, I can often shift into a celebration mode. I'm glad that they took action. Hey, way to go. They're out there trying to do something. Hey, okay, I see what, what's going on here, right? Like, uh, what, it might not have been the same decision I would have made, but way to go and, and taking taken forward progress on that, right? So I think sometimes celebration can help us give another dimension when we're in that critical space, like Kate just mentioned. And we're going to talk a little bit more about the dynamics and dimensions of the energy of celebration in the last segment of today's podcast on the energy of celebration. Stay tuned. One of our proudest business accomplishments is what we've been able to do with Squeeze In Franchising. 
The Squeeze Inn is a breakfast lunch restaurant featuring the best omelets on the planet, and it's been around for almost 50 years. And now you can have a Squeeze Inn in your community. We've seen how this business transformed our families, and now we are so excited to offer this to families around the country to see how this little restaurant might change their family and their community. If you're wondering how to set up your adult children for legacy and success through a small business, then the Squeeze Inn is an option we urge you to consider. Come find out more about Squeeze In Franchising at squeezein.com. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash angel phoenix productions. We've talked about celebration on the macro. We've talked about celebration on the micro. We've talked about how to cultivate it, how to maybe turn it inward toward yourself, how to turn it outward toward others and more. Now let's talk a little bit about the dynamics and dimensions of the energy of celebration. As always, we're talking about the energy, which means those dynamic forces at play. Now, the forces at play that are dynamic in the energy of celebration are fun ones, which is always uh, a fun experience for us to get to bring forward and present. But all of these different forces at play, they're multifaceted. They contribute to our overall experience uh, and ultimately what typically the emotional patterns that accompany celebration are joy, positivity, and connection. So let's talk about some of these key energy dynamics. Now, the first one that celebration brings forward is positive energy generation. Have you ever been to a wedding? I mean, like, yes. come on, you've been to a yeah. wedding? Come on, you've been to a wedding? A few. Yeah. Now, hopefully you've been to at least one wedding where when you left the celebration, you vibrated with the positive energy that was generated from the celebration of love, from the dancing, from the laughter. Shaila, I feel like I can still see the twinkling lights in the log cabin setting in your beautiful blue satin rim light, right? Like the energy vibration, the positive energy generation that gets created literally vibrates out of major celebrations for years to come. Think about when you go to a concert, right? Or a performance that you loved, right? There's that energy, that positive energy creation, especially when a, when we are in a group experience that can be make you almost feel drunk with the happiness of just that, that experience being so fun, so joyful. And you can, you can uplift all of the spirits in a place by having that. So that positive energy generation, one of the, the best outcomes of the forces of energy of celebration, we also have to consider the vibrational resonance Maybe you've seen the visual that demonstrates the different vibrational uh, resonance of all of the emotions. Now, the lower or more negative emotions vibrate at a lower frequency than the positive emotions. And we would call probably that most positive emotion at the top, that highest level of frequency, like enlightenment, harmony, right? This peace, this joy, all of those are very high on the resonance list. So you think 
about when we are in an energy of celebration, we're literally lifting our energetic resonance to a higher level and vibrating at a higher frequency. When we vibrate at a higher frequency, what we know about physics is that we don't necessarily attract the things in life that we want. We attract the things in life which we vibrate with, at which the level of resonance we as energetic beings are resonating at, right? A a magnet is going to repel the opposite side of a magnet. But if you turn the magnet around, they're going to come together. So when we are able to vibrate at a particular resonance, maybe one of of gratitude, of celebration, of happiness, those are the things that we're going to end up vibrating towards us. This is not woo-woo. This is physics. This this is science, right? This is how our energy works out in the world. And so when we vibrate with celebration, we literally resonate that vibration out into the world. And then we are able to karmically attract it right on and boomerang it back into our lives. I can't help but hearken back to a fact. Um, My kids are all of the age where we have tons of those like fact books around our house, right? Like, like the 101,000 why questions answered. Um, but one of the interesting facts that uh, Annadelle read to me recently was that when choirs sing together, their heartbeats sink. So let's think about the literal sinking of our emotional resonance of our vibrations together as we come together in song, which is usually a joyful expression, physical expression in a singularity. Um, all of us singing the same song, our heartbeats will then beat at the same rhythm, which shows us we're having this collective experience, this collective resonance. And so, you know, if you're having a down day, go sing in a choir. <laughs> you can wash yourself in that energy. You can literally lift your own spirits by being in the spirits of others and doing something in harmony and sync that raises that vibration. So from that collective energy amplification to the vibrational resonance to the emotional resonance that happens when we're in these group settings and celebrating together is truly something beautiful and should hopefully convince you that celebration is a good thing. I'm glad that you talked about collective energy amplification, Shai, and I think we all feel this in societal times of celebration. It's one of the reasons that Shyla and I chose this particular time of the year to come out with this podcast episode of the energy of celebration. Because right now, hopefully, um, at least here in America, you're probably in the gear up phase toward a season of celebration. We're about to get into the 4th of July. I I think the 4th of July is happening in the middle of the week too, which is going to mean we're going to go off of a weekend and into a couple of days of kind of like people can't really work. Like July 1 through July 4, like forget the deadlines. Trust Mm -hmm. us. We've tried. Like you could be like, no ladies, you can get it done. Like, no, you can't. It's like trying to get anything done in between December 21st and December 31st as the corporate world shuts down. It's the same thing with this 4th of July timing. People slow down and they celebrate, but it's collective energy amplification. Hopefully you're listening to this right now. I want you to think right now, if if you're listening to this, I think it's the week before 4th of July. I want you to just Mm -hmm. transport yourself to next week. I want you to transport yourself to next to the 4th. What are your plans? What's going on that day for you? Are you going to watch fireworks? Are you going to barbecue food? Is the family coming over? Chances are you already know the plans. Why? Because we all as a society agree that on this particular day, we are going to participate in collective energy amplification through the power of celebration. Now, we don't do it on a conscious level like that. 
But when we really examine what we're doing, we are rising and raising our vibrational energy through the power of celebration. And it ends up being really great for capitalism, but we don't have time to get into that here. (laughs) And there are many capitalists who celebrate the many holidays that checker our calendar, as well as many energetic folks who celebrate the fact that there are so many in a joyful state uh, across the nation and across different times when that we're in celebration mode. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about celebration. As we look at this week, there's a particular celebration here in this week that's important to me. In fact, this week, my husband, Chad, and I are celebrating our 17-year wedding anniversary on June 30th. So we'll be marking that happy occasion with a fun activity together. We'll all be in Brookings uh, for our annual trip up to Oregon to see our mom and dad and spend our summer a couple of weeks together as a family. I'm so excited for that. So we get to celebrate both the 4th of July and Chad and I anniversary all together up at mom and dad's house and dad's birthday you can see why we feel like summers are our holiday season yeah. got mother's day <laughs> father's day anniversary oh come on birthdays. oh come on oh, both come of on. our birthdays are coming up she today. does not get to go and breeze past all of that cool stuff without telling y'all that let's see today it is the 26th which means 48 hours ago we celebrated you My dear sweet sister, Shyla's birthday, June 24th, a day that I celebrate year round because you are my favorite period. (laughs) Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And I appreciate that we get to celebrate so much together. In fact, Kay and I, uh, while we're recording this, obviously ahead of time, but uh, you should know that we spent um, my birthday and I'm sure we had an amazing time (laughs) in Los Angeles, uh, getting certified by Sadhguru in a method for inner engineering. um, And we're really excited that that we got to and get to do that. But this is one of the ways that we're marking uh, some celebrations for ourselves That is, it's both a learning experience, but also a celebratory one for us. Truthfully, and this is the way that we love celebrating now. We celebrate and we mark occasions with learning experiences, with nature experiences, with relaxation together. We find ways to intentionally add and mark celebration into our life all the time. Remember, even at the beginning of this episode, we told you, and this is real, this is real. We celebrated before we even got into this by dancing to the song Celebration by Cool in the Gay because it's that important. I celebrate myself on the bike every morning. Shyla celebrates herself on the treadmill every day. We are celebrating ourselves when we eat our veggies, when we drink our water, when we go to the bathroom. You know why? Because going to the bathroom signifies that you're hydrating yourself. Well done. Way to go. Right? And it can be as simple as that when reinforcing the habits that ultimately will help you live a more easeful and joyful life. If you've made it this far into the episode, we celebrate you. We're so grateful for you. Thank you for being a part of the Kay and Shy sibling sisterhood. We love that you're part of it. And we love that we get to celebrate alongside you as our lives unfold, as your lives unfold, and as we do this thing life together. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, we sure hope you'll help us celebrate a little bit more by liking, sharing, commenting, and subscribing. And remember that this episode, as always comes at you with so much love from your sisters, Kay and Shai. This podcast was a production of Angel Phoenix Productions. Explore more episodes of this show or other great shows on the Angel Phoenix Podcast Network by visiting angelphoenix.com. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of Angel Phoenix Productions or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners.